Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a good conversation today about a guy by the name of Alex Stein. Now, Alex Stein, he works with the Blaze uh, Network, um, who's owned by Glenn Beck. If you know anything about Glenn Beck, um, he's you know been in the political circles for a long time. He used to work for Fox News, etc. But after Fox News, he opened up his own uh, network called The Blaze. Um, Tommy Lauren, you know her. She used to work over there with him, you know, as well at one point in time. Now, Alex Stein, the guy we're going to show you today. Back in 2011, he used to do food challenge videos. Okay, food challenge, you know. And then around 2013 or so, he started go, doing reality TV and, and trying to get into that. Didn't really hear much from him after that and then until 2019 when it was the time of the pandemic. And then they had certain meetings. He used to disrupt these you know, government meetings about the pandemic. And he kind of, I guess, just threw himself into right-wing um, propaganda. I wish that was all I could say about Alex today, but I just want to give you a background on him. And yes, you saw his name, so you already know, but me, I don't get involved with people's religion. I stick to white supremacy, period. This video that was sent to me was on his show. Now, before I play this clip, Glenn Beck, you just as responsible for this clip as Alex Stein is and the black man is participating as well, because I'm not going to leave that black man out that, that was participating in this video that you about to see. On my African Diaspora News channel, I have several people posting, but we look at what's about to be posted or we know or we could trust our people that post. So if they do something, it's going to come back to me. I understand that. And I'm going to have a given account to the community. But I want y'all to watch this clip. Brace yourself. When I saw this, I thought, look, one time you think you didn't seen it all. With, with, with some black folks up here participating in some raccooning. Oh no, this get no, get ready for it. Let's roll it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just have a banana. Just eat the banana. Eat the banana. It's gonna be okay. Eat the banana. Eat the banana. Stick it in your mouth. 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 Stick it all the way in there. Get it in there. Get it in there. Get it all the way in, as deep as it'll go. Okay. All right. Kind of gerbils eat into the cheek. All right, that's good. Keep eating it. Suck on a banana. Oh, don't drop the banana. Keep sucking on it. You're not finished yet. All the way to the finish. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that happened in 2023. Yes, that's a recent video. Yes, that's real. Now, let me preface this before I start doing what I got to do. I don't care where he's from. I don't care. I don't care if he was born in America or some other country. To me, no black man should be participating in some crap like that. We all know what that guy was doing with the banana situation. We all know what that was about. And if you pay attention to what he was doing and what he kept doing, we all know that was some old homoerotic stuff he was doing too. We all know this. We're not stupid. Now, the brother that was sitting there, let me get to him. Let, let, let me play this while I'm talking. So you see this brother completely not comfortable about what, what's going on. Do you know, brother, that they were disrespecting you 
right in front of you. I don't care if some raccoon participates in the racial degradation. You don't sit there and watch it happen. If you know that's wrong, you were supposed to get up and check all that situation and say, hey, I don't know what the hell y'all doing, but you're disrespecting me right now. And I see what you're doing. I don't care what he participating in. I don't care. But you're not going to disrespect me like that. Man, man, you got a problem right now. Trust me, he could have shut that all down in two seconds. Squirming in your chair. You should have been a doggone black man and shut that mess down, bruh. So, so both of y'all got disrespected. Both of y'all were humiliated that day. And see, they got the right one. See, they, they don't approach me to come on their platforms like that. Because a lot of times out of 10, I probably wouldn't. Because I look at them as a waste of time to talk to. I could respond to them if I feel the need to. Because if I'm responding, I'm trying to help educate my people in the mindset that these people have against black people. Because that was completely racialized, completely white supremacist. And you heard all the laughing and the joking because that's what they like to see about. They want to see that about black people. But to the guy that participated in that, it's never that bad for money or anything else where you have to disrespect yourself and disrespect your people. And how many times I've told y'all that there are black folks today in 2023 that will be fine to go back on the plantation field. When I told y'all that y'all thought maybe I was just joking or, or trying to sound fly on a podcast. No, the, you saw in that video right there, that was some old plantation buck broken behavior that you saw on that video. He's up here allowing Alex Stein to do this to him. He didn't force him. He didn't hold him down. He didn't tie his hands. He didn't do anything. He willingly participated in the racial degradation. He participated in it. Every day you got black folks participating in the racial oppression of black people. You thought I was joking when I say we participate in our own oppression? I'm not uh, joking with you about that. That is the reality about black folks. I told you that the reason why we still in the condition that we in is because we assist the white supremacists to do these things to us. I can't say just Alex, Alex, Alex. I want to talk more about that black man that said there and participated in that. He willingly done this. I don't know how low you got to be as a man to let another man do that to you. I can't even relate to that. Man, I'll be out here doing with working day labor or something. If I need some money, I am not about to sit up here and be humiliated like that before the whole freaking world. And it's, it looks so bad. I don't see no other group of men doing some crap like that. It's always our people sitting up here. And, and you know the relationship that we got with, with the white supremacist, and you go do some things like that. So you got one that's participating in straight up white supremacist humiliation. And then you got another brother who said, who clearly not comfortable yet. He won't do nothing about it. That second brother is my problem too in the community because a lot of you see what's going on and you won't do nothing about it. You'll just squirm. You'll look away. You'll look up. You'll do all these things instead of standing up as a black man and shutting that mess down. What didn't happen to a lot of you black men out there? You're so freaking scary. Why? But you know why a lot of you scary? Cause you ain't had no fathers in your life. I guarantee you that dude that was down there allowing Alex Stein to do that to him. He ain't no dad in his life. 
You see, you see what happens when you don't have no fathers in your life. Because a father will instill pride in you as a man. Your father will sit, would never tell you to bow down to another man for whatever the reason. He would never tell you to do that. But when you raise with single mothers, which that's a big issue in our community, that breeds weakness in our black boys and black men. I don't care what you women say about that because it's the doggone truth. Because when you look at the generation of men who had their fathers in their life, they was more courageous. And you look at the generation of, of, of young men who didn't have no father and look at them now, not willing to stand up for themselves or the community, looking at women to do it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all, that's why I tell y'all sometimes, I, I, I personally, I get sick of some of y'all. I get sick of you because I know that you could stop the oppression against us literally overnight by just getting on cold and say, you know what? No more. We're not participating in our oppression. We're not participating in, in, in giving people billions of dollars a year in other communities who disrespecting us too. You see what I, see what happens when the disrespect comes. This is what happens when you don't teach people to respect you. When people respect you, they wouldn't dare even approach you like that because they know they can get their head knocked off their shoulders for even asking a question like that to you. But to y'all, they don't respect you. That's why they can come to you like that. That's why can, when you go in their stores, they can tell you, hurry up and buy. Hurry up and buy and you still give them their money. They can follow you in the store. You'll still go buy something. They can call the police on you. The police say, hey, you didn't do nothing wrong. You'll still buy something like we covered a few days ago about the brother in the Walmart. This is what happens when you don't teach people to respect you. And like I said, I don't relate to that because you're going to respect me, period. And you, I wish you would approach me telling me some crap like that. Come on my show and then I'm going to, you take your shirt off and I'm going to put a banana in your mouth and I'm going to do, you know what I'm saying? But, but, but they know who to try that with too. They, any solid brother out here, we got a lot of solid brothers out here. We got a lot of solid sisters out here too. They're not going to try that with us, but they also have a weak class of brothers and sisters and they know who to try that with. They see it already with them. They know how to pick up on it. If you want them weak ones, they test you. You know how they test you telling quote unquote jokes. And if you, and if you, if they're so-called racialized jokes, it's no big deal to you. Then they continue to go further and further and further. But when they tell that quote unquote jokes or bring up a topic, let's say reparations, and you sit up here and you know how to articulate reparations and you tell them, well, I'm not going to pay anything. Yeah. You're going to pay it. You're going to pay reparations because you got to pay taxes. You don't say nothing about Ukraine. So you're going to pay reparations. See, when you start talking like that, Oh, he's militant. You know how many times I've had them folks tell me I'm militant. I'm, I'm militant because I know my positions. I'm militant because I know how to articulate myself or politics and, 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 and understanding history. No, that's not being militant. That's being learned. It's two different things. I understand a lot of the white supremacists are remedial. I get it. So when they see a black person who is learned, they don't know how to take that. See, they love seeing a black person doing that. That raccoon did. They love that. That's what they want to see. Trust me. They will. They want to see that so bad. Oh my God. It, it, it made them, it made them just smile for the day. They look, look, look at this, this plantation book. Oh, this was wonderful. This was so wonderful. Can't they all be like him? Look, if they all would be like him, we would actually like them. 
You understand? That's what they're saying to themselves. They would like you more if you were like that dude. But when you stand up for yourself, you have pride in yourself, you have pride in your people, all of a sudden that's wrong. No, it's not wrong. It is right and righteous. And God himself don't like someone who's a weak coward. God himself said that in the scriptures. He don't like cowards. People who are afraid to take a stand. People who won't stand on anything. Won't defend yourself. Won't defend your children. Won't defend your people. What good is a man if you're a coward? I'm not mad at Alex Stein for that. I'll keep telling you, I'm not mad at him. Not when you have a willing participant. I can't get mad at him. If you want to be a boot licking shine, do that. Go ahead. But I'm, I'm a, addressing it because globally, black people, that's not it. We saw in that video, that's not it. And I've seen that kind of behavior, maybe not to that degree, but I've seen that kind of behavior in the continent of Africa to raccooning. I've seen it with the males and the female. The males sometimes worse than the female. I couldn't believe some of the weak things I saw there too. I said, what kind of man is, is up here begging like this to these people? I couldn't believe that. I just couldn't believe it. You don't beg nobody like that. I mean, it was one dude in South Africa, man. I never forget that. We were riding around. This dude was on the corner begging white people doing. I'm like, brother, if you don't get yourself up off this corner and go and go figure something out like everybody else in Johannesburg is doing, they got people in Johannesburg that are struggling. And every day they get, they working, they doing what they got to do. They selling things. They out there making it. And I noticed he kept doing that to white people. He didn't do it to nobody black. He only did it to white people. I'm like, man, like, come, come on, black men. We got, we got to do, we got to be better globally. We got to be better globally. You need to take the stand where you need to take a stand at as black men. The reason why our community global is the way it is because we are stepping up as black men and, and taking the lead. Trust me. I'm telling you when you are a leader as a black man, the women going to follow behind you because the women respect that. And you create opportunities for the women at the same time when you are a leader. But when you are bowing down to the white supremacists and letting them put bananas in your mouth, why should the black woman respect that? I don't respect it as a man. So do you want the black woman to follow you? Do you want her to have bananas in her mouth too? See, so see some brothers don't want to have that conversation. Y'all haven't been leading anything. You don't create anything either. Some of you, you supposed to be creating in the community. You supposed to be having, you supposed to be the main leader of creating business and everything else. So the sisters can go get jobs from you. For instance, my company, I created something. There are sisters that do work for me. Some you see, some you don't see. And I have, I am glad to, to, to have black women on my team, black women in America, black women in the continent of Africa. That's helping us do things. See when black women see a black man create something and also put some checks in they in a, they bank account, they got just a little bit more respect for you. When a black woman can wear her hair any kind of way, she won't have to worry about no crown act or nothing because she worked for a black man. 
especially a black man that support natural hair like myself, they respect you just a little bit more. A black man that don't bow down his knee and let, let, some, let, let them put a banana in his mouth. A black man is willing to stand up and say something. Black women respect that. No matter if they even out of pocket, they're going to have to respect it. Men, people like Minister Farrakhan, they always call them folks out, right? Everybody respects Minister Farrakhan. Why? Because he stands up. He says something. Brothers like Julius Malema, he stands up, say something. Notice how many people, people respect him? You're more respected when you stand on your square as a man. You're never going to be respected being on the floor, letting them put a banana in your freaking mouth. It's time for black men to get yourself up off the doggone floor, stand up, square your shoulders, dust yourself off, ask God to give you courage and strength if you don't have it, tap into the spirit of your ancestors, and go forward. It's just that simple. The main reason a lot of you don't do nothing is just too scary. I can't stand scary men. Women is the one that gets scared. They're supposed to look at you to protect them. How are you going to protect them when you're on the freaking ground letting them put a banana in your mouth or squirming in a chair? How are you going to protect them? How are you going to protect your own daughters if you got them? You squirming in a chair, letting another man greatly disrespect you right in your face. See, some of y'all probably thought I was going to jump on Alex Stein and talk about white supremacy. And uh-uh, no, 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 no. There's times I got to push that to the side and go at you and go at the leaders of the black community. We're supposed to be the black man. Oh, they won't let me lead. See, that's coming from a weak position, too. They won't let you lead. You talking about the women? How a woman going to stop you from taking a leadership position as a doggone man? Women are not physically stopping you doing, well, they get above us uh, when they get hired by them folks. Yeah, they do because that's done by design. That means, black man, create your own. Then they make excuses. Well, Phil, no, I don't like the message about everybody having a business. Why can't you? If you're a plumber, you got your, you, you work for somebody a little while, you understand you're good at being a plumber, now you're saying, okay, let me start my LLC. LLC is not even a hundred bucks. Okay, now you created a business. Now build on it, brother. Your plumbing business start growing. You definitely got to have your, your CPA. It may get to a point you need some administrative help. Now you can get one of the sisters in there to help you with administration. You can start growing, getting other plumbers underneath you. Having work trucks, like doing everything to grow what you got. First it's going to start off with you, then you grow that. If you're a truck driver. I'm, talk, I'm talking about people who do these jobs. You start off with your one truck. You make your bag, get another truck, get a driver. Do, it, you just grow what you got. That's not that hard to figure out. Because these people never respect us on the jobs anyway. They get a job so everybody else except the black man. They don't pay us right either, no matter how educated we are. So, so in order for us to get paid right, we need to create our own. So we can hire our own. And this goes back to reparations. If black people had reparations, black people wouldn't feel the need to humiliate themselves for a dollar. Black, of course, this, of course, not all black men would do some crap like that. I, I know that. So you don't have to send me a thousand messages. But there are some who will. 
There are some who will. And a weak black man is not worth not even a worm in the ground. A weak one. Who willingly would participate in something like that? That's extremely weak. And we gotta be and we have to, as black men, check other black men. It can't be women trying to check men, because that, that's that's not gonna work. We have to check each other. Stand up and be doggone men. And maybe you didn't have your daddy around and it had nothing to do with you. I get it. It's not your fault, okay? Your mama chose the wrong man. It's just that simple. Because even if they wasn't together, if he was a good man, he still would have been there for you. Period. But if you if you never had your dad in your life, it's not your fault. It doesn't mean you can't become a strong man. Start looking at men who are strong. Start looking at men who are principled. Start looking at men that, that have no problem calling these folks out or anybody else out when they're doing wrong and evil behavior. Start looking at those men. Those men are not going to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. So don't make nobody an idol. But what I'm saying to you is tap in. You can, it's strength in all of you brothers. It's great strength. You're just not pulling it out and you need to pull it out and ask God to help you pull that strength out. He gave you courage when you didn't, when you didn't have it. But this video, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, is a, it's a class of us that, that will go back in the plantation tomorrow. I understand that. And I know that. And unfortunately you can't save them all. And I get that. And I said, I'm not trying to save all of you. I'm not, that's not my job. Even the Lord himself say not all will be saved. So I don't have to stress myself out about all of you. I understand a part of you is just you, you going somewhere else. I don't know. But to those of us who get it, those of us who see what's going on, brothers, take your position in the community, lead and do not let a white supremacist humiliate you like that willingly. It's just that simple. You could turn around the respect of black men overnight, black men, you can do that. We've done it before. It's just recently, I will say, this as a recent time, you have gotten to this weak point for several reasons. But don't let me see this mess again online, man. And who is that dude? Who is that guy? I want to know his name. Where is his name? Who is his mama? Does his mama see that video? Did his daddy see that video? I don't care where he's from. I don't care. He's from Baltimore or he's from Banjul. I don't care where he's from. Who is his parents? Like, do you see what your boy out here doing? I mean, I, I would lose it if I saw my, my son doing some crap like that. So I know good and well, they, they would never, no black parent will ever say do that. None. No matter where they come from. But y'all let me know what y'all think about, you know, this, this situation here, boy, because like I said, it's just, whoo, this, this was an interesting one. This was interesting. And, um, before I wrap this up, you know, I, I be in my own little corner, minding my own business. Right. And some people just love to try me. <laughs> so with that being said, and the thing is, when you try me, at least don't give me an alley oop to respond to you. Like at least, you know, most people I would never respond to, but my podcast tomorrow, I respond to two people because they decided to make a video about me, I guess, from a long time ago. And, uh, fellas, 
this is going to be too easy. This is too easy. Why? Why did you give me a gift like this? Like, why, fellas? Why? But anyway, I'll I, I post that podcast tomorrow. Uh, some of you may know what I'm talking about. If you're not, you'll find out tomorrow. But, yeah, make sure you subscribe. It's your first time coming uh, by, and we'll see you on the next one.